All right, hello and welcome to the new edition, episode two of the Denalysis podcast. Your brand new fantasy football show where we're going to talk about all the awesome fantasy stuff you could possibly like to know. Uh, to the right of me, I have Natalie. Say hi, Natalie. Hi, Natalie. No, oh, <laughs> you done me there, didn't you? Damn I did. it. And in front of me, we have Ant. Hey. <laughs> hey. So hey, buddy. Natalie. All right, he's, he's low-key today. He's playing it cool. Can I give a quick shout-out to Ross, who's designed our sweet little... Oh, yes. Yeah, image, thank you, Ross. <laughs> Thanks, Ross. Because I don't think he'd listen past here. So, guys, how are we? How's everyone doing? You yes. feeling pumped to talk about some Fantasy League? Yeah. Cool, cool. <laughs> Okay, so we got a we got a pretty irresistible show for you today. It's, this episode <laughs> uh, is all things new for this season. Hmm. So anything that wasn't necessarily happening last season, yeah. we're talking about it now so that you can understand. All of the new things are going to be explained. Exactly. So um, we'll start off with the draft fantasy. So we had a little play around with this a little while ago, and I think Natalie and Anne are kind of on my level now. Um, but we're going to go through, yep, they look confused. Okay, so what the hell is this draft fantasy thing? How does it work? So it's a separate game. Okay, to the, it's a separate game. Like, tell the people what okay. they need to know. What, what is draft fantasy? I'm me, I've never heard of this. What is this? You're quite right. So you've never heard of this. Draft fantasy, it's an additional game that you can play alongside your, uh, your regular fantasy football. Excellent. How does it work, please? How does it work? Okay, so we have... There's a lot to cover here, so nobody get carried away. Okay. It begins, you have 2 to 16 managers in a league. No more than 16, no fewer than 2. It's the same squad setup as the usual game, so 15 players. There are private and public leagues. So you can have your private league with your mates, where you can have 3 players, like we set up earlier. We could have 8 or whatever. For those, you can pick your draft to happen whenever you want. Um, but if you join a public league, which you can join a maximum of 10 of, if you play a public league, it will always be eight managers because that's considered to be the optimal number you for playing really this game. You wouldn't really want more than eight. Yeah, so, so yeah, the, the general uh, consensus is that if you have more than eight, mm -hmm. it can get really hard because There's there aren't enough strikers players. to go around. Um, and you end up having a situation where, yeah, people can't get any of the players they want and you end up with, I don't know, like... <laughs> Andre Gray was the example I heard on, on something I was listening to the other day. Aww, poor, um, Andre poor Andre Gray. So the way that this works, um, each player, so each Premier League player can only be in one squad per league, not per world. Right. Okay? Mm -hmm. um, the points are exactly the same as the normal game. The only difference is there are no captains or vice-captains. Obviously, there would be no vice-captain without a captain, oh. but... Oh, um... Vice-captains only. Vice-captains <laughs> only. Just the, the promise of points. But there are still bonus points. But as there are still bonus points. Like, as usual, yes, yes. that you'd get in the normal game. They are exactly the same. So everything's calculated the same, just no captains. Gotcha. Um, the squad selection, so we did a bit of this earlier, we've just got a three-person league. The way it works is there's a random order that's generated by the, the computers, the master computers of FPL. And what they do is they pick an order, and then it goes in something that's called snake style or snake draft. So you just go down the line and then back up the line. Exactly. And what happens is if you're first in the line, you get one go, it goes to the other end, and then the person that who's in last place, they get to go twice. And then when it comes back to first place, they get to go twice. So there are no player prices, and that's, I, I guess, the big crazy catch. The big difference is the order of picks 
or the order of selection mm. <laughs> is the only way that uh, the only thing that determines which players you can get yeah so you could have someone in your league especially if you do a three-person league like we did I ended up with Kane, Lacazette and Jesus and Natalie was like loving I've ended up Eaton. with no, no strikers <laughs> <laughs> like a really terrible team with no strikers yeah but you know we live and learn the draft takes place if you're doing a private league so your own league you can pick whenever so if you've got eight of your mates you can organize a time hey we're going to do this at 7 p.m on wednesday and as long as your mates are all at the computer they can pick their teams manually so we're going to come back to this in a bit because as if you're not at your computer it works slightly differently um if you join a public one that takes place 24 hours after the first team that joins in. So what happened was I, I joined a public league, but it ended up being me as the first person. So what happened then was I had eight, uh, seven more guys come in, and 24 hours later I completely forgot that I was supposed to be picking my team. And I ended up with a pretty good team because I made, made a watch list. But that's how that works. Uh, but say, for example, you're the fifth person to join. Like you won't have 24 hours because you weren't the first person to join. Right. So So you might have like 30 minutes. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much how that works. Uh, So you can build a watch list uh, before you pick your team and you can pick your priority buys for each position. And this is exactly how it works if you're not at your computer. So it'll just pick them automatically for you? Yes. So what happens is you pick your priorities and then it uses that in order to determine which right, players should come into your and team. And if someone's already got them, it'll go to the next one. Down. Exactly, yeah, yeah, cool. exactly. I see. Um, if, nice. uh, so say, for example, this is kind of what I'm, I'm coming up to next. Um, if you have no watch list, draft ranks are used to make your selections. What draft rank is, it's actually really simple. It sounds stupid, but it's just basically how well that player did last season. So Harry Kane is number one in the draft rank I see. Yeah, because yeah. he got loads of goals. And then you'll see other strikers typically quite high. So if you have no watch list, but your team is being picked for you, it will let the other people who are there pick their players and then it will pick the next highest draft rank. Yeah, I get it. Mm. That's cool. And that, that draft rank is just calculated on points total from last year and points projected uh, for this year. Okay, so that was kind of the most confusing thing I thought about this. Um, There's a bit I think is more confusing. Okay, probably the transfers bit. Yeah. So we're coming on to transfers now. So what can happen, and very much if you're like me, where my um, I had a watch list but I didn't prioritise any of my picks. So I ended up in a situation where I've got a lot of players who are either injured, who I'd intended to look at later in the season, or that I just didn't really want, but I put in just to for for like quick access, just in case. so, what you can do, there are two ways you can make transfers in this game. The first one is a nice easy one, and that's the free transfer. That's only available 24, or approximately 24 hours before that week's get, game week deadline. So, anyone who is unselected uh, by any teams mm-hmm. can just be picked. So you just get rid of someone in your team, and you can pick someone out straight from like the pool, as yes. it were. Yes. But there is something that comes into play here because a gone. And how many transfers can you make? 
So it's unlimited. Unlimited transfers whenever, no just from whoever is left in that yes. swimming pool of players. Yes. Gotcha. But the problem is, with the free transfers, it's quite possible that someone else in your league also wants that player. Right. So then you have a scenario where it's a random draw. Uh, no, sorry, it's a it's the is reverse it? of the draw. Go on, what are you going to say? So is it not first come, first serve? Like, no. Okay. No, it's because... It's nonsense. It, it, it's crazy. Oh, because you only have 24 hours exactly. for this. Exactly. Right. This is so, so nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is... Now I'm saying it, I'm like, I can see why this would be confusing. So you can make that free transfer, but the problem is someone else might want that player. So... Your your transfers go into like a like a holding pen. Yes. So you pick. I want to get Lukaku in. Yes. And I also pick. Okay, I want to get Lukaku in. Yeah. And then we just sit wanting to get him in until the computer decides. Until yeah, that's that's quite right. And the way it, decides, it should be surely it should be first come. Yeah. So. No. Uh, the, the way it decides. You're wrong. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not not the Maybe case. Maybe it should but. be, but we're living in a capitalist society. <laughs> what you can do as an alternative is you can have a situation where I might not get this player because I know he's going to be sought after, but right. I'm going to try and make that transfer anyway. And what you can then do is you can also line up that transfer again, but for another player. So what what you'll do is you'll pick a. A priority. So I have Cedric in my squad. Uh-huh. I want to get rid of Cedric for company. Right. But I know I might not get company because he kept a clean sheet last week. He smashed it. Right. So what I can do is I can set up to do Cedric to company. But if I really want to get rid of Cedric, oh, you can set up. I can Cedric actually set to up to also be Cedric to Bruno. Bruno. <laughs> And I can also set it up to be Cedric to Milner. Right, and just I, in, an, in an order. Yeah, so, right, and okay. it, will, it will use the order you pick to mm-hmm. determine whether you get any of those. So oh, if, you sure. get, if you get picked first, it's fine. Um, the way this works during the season is it picks the person who is lowest ranked at that time. They so get the first person with the worst points. Gets the priority. Yes! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so... Okay, Game damn. week two is going to be so great for me. We got through that. So the, the only thing I'm unsure of there is just... It's like uh, when it, clo- when when the it closes. closes. Yeah, when it closes. Um, okay, so you can do that with free transfers, but you can't swap between managers. So mm-hmm. I can. So someone has to go back in the pool before anyone else. Exactly. Can. So, new Premier League club signings or released players do not go into this free pool immediately. What happens with them is you need to do something which is called a waiver request, and you can make as many of those as you like as well. <laughs> But you this need to pick priorities. So yeah. This is what yeah. I don't understand at all. A waiver for. So, if Harry Kane gets injured, uh-huh. and I remove him from my squad, he uh-huh. just goes back in the pool. So you can just get him straight away. But why would you do that? No, he. Do- and this is what I was saying. So the first point, okay, was they do not immediately become free agents in that that pool. Who doesn't? The uh, anyone who's released from another manager in your league. Okay. Right. So maybe I need to be more clear with what released players mean. Yeah, I sense. thought you just me- I don't even know what I thought you meant, <laughs> like, but it wasn't okay, this. Okay, so we'll, we'll rewind a moment. So new signings or a player who's been released from a manager of your league. Right, so how long does... Oh, okay, so then you bid for... So I get rid of Kane and yeah. then you two can both bid for you him. You can both go for him, yeah. 
Right, and it's clear on the on the page when this yeah. has happened and what players. But we're selling this. Like, no, but I think that's kind of our point. I don't know how far done you are with this. Yeah. But like. Well, this is uh, this is earmarked to take three to four minutes. It's just like <laughs> the bottom line of. The, you forgot two zeros. <laughs> <laughs> the bottom line of the draft situation is that it's just a bit nuts. Yeah. And I don't really see any. Is this the, this is the first season of it, right? Yeah. 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 It's either going to be the last or they're going to do some serious <laughs> yeah. makeovers. Yeah. 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 And like it's totally fine that it's a bit of a mess yeah. at this stage in its life, but I don't, I genuinely don't really see the point mm. of it. Well, yeah. so I would say like when we were doing our teams earlier, it was quite fun. But I was highly stressed. It's just very, very <laughs> confusing to uh, to explain, mm. and I just need to check the free transfer thing. I feel like picking the team at the start of the season is the fun, the funnest part. Yeah. <laughs> Like, this putting in waivers for players, like, I'm just not interested. Yeah. So, um, yes, when you have a successful request, you're moved back to the bottom of the list. So... Uh, Okay. Yeah, so you'll be the last one to get the next waiver. Right. Um, Okay, so free agency mode is... So what I was saying earlier about is activated at some time, it's actually activated when all of these waivers are done. So when the computer's done its magic and yeah, whatever, you're done. You can go and free free transfer all you like. Oh, so the so the bidding happens first. The waiver stuff, yep. And then everyone can just jump and in then and pick whoever they like. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, damn, I'm glad that's over. Me too. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna stick with our I'm not really sure so, FPL draft is worth your time. Yeah. Yeah. But at least now you know the rules. So what are we giving it out of ten? FPL draft. Yeah. A zero. Zero. Oh damn. I'll go. I'll go one better. <laughs> literally, literally, I'll give it a one. I thought you, when you said one better, I thought you were going to say minus one. <laughs> no. You I'll, could. I'll, I'll be no one. Well, I'm going to give it a ten because it's fantastic. Let's yes. move on. <laughs> Let's move on. So you may or may not be aware that every season you get two wild cards and you have three chips. The triple captain the bench boost and what was the all out of attack all out of attack all out of attack, <laughs> all out of attack. I'm all out of attack <laughs> has now turned into free hit so that is what we're going to talk about now okay the free hit what cool. is that what please? is the free hit Daniel okay so the free hit is very similar to the wild cards so the free hit you may be familiar with the wild card you can change as many players as you like from your team well the the free hit is basically a one-week version of that. And what happens is, before the game week deadline is is up, you can change as many of, you, of your players as you like just for that one week. I think we've narrowed down two kind of... Well, two or three kind of scenarios where you'd want to use it. Yeah. One being for double game weeks. Mm-hmm. One being if a lot of teams have blank game weeks. Mm-hmm. Or one being where a number of teams have really good fixtures. Yeah. Yeah, so if you've got that week where all of the big teams have what you consider really easy fixtures, you could get in all of the big players mm. that you need. And they will be gone after that week. Yeah. You'll be back to your normal squad. Um, but you can really use it to maximise those points. So, um, there, yeah, there's a few strategies that you touched on there. There's an interesting one that I heard on another podcast the other day, which was kind of like that, you know, when everyone has really good fixtures. Yeah. But it was like a, a differential thing 
where what you do is say like Arsenal, Chelsea, Man United all have really really tough fixtures. They're playing like the top teams mm-hmm. um, one week. Then they've got some easier fixtures the next week. Then they've got really really hard ones again. Yeah. And, and they're kind of they have these good fixtures in the middle of a load of tough ones. The idea is you get those big players oh. in in that middle one mm-hmm. because no one else is going to have them in their squad. Oh, because the fixtures are either side are so terrible. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, you do get some guys who are like completely fixture proof, and you know they're gonna get points in yeah, most of the games they play. Yeah. But if there is an example where all of these teams have like a nasty run, mm-hmm. you can kind of maximize the the potential yeah. by getting players that other people don't have. That's a really good. Getting in your four point five Huddersfield defender that's gonna go and whip in three assists. <laughs> well, is, that, is that what you're is that what you're alluding to? That was exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> I think this chip though it is it does require a lot more planning and thought than oh, the yes. other ones. Yeah, absolutely. All out attack was pretty much just used. I I'd love to know how many was used in the last game of the season. Yeah, no, I I didn't mind my all out attack. I didn't mind using it, but I just felt like it never really worked out. Yeah. But I would always use it when all my defenders had terrible fixtures. I'd be like, that eh, here it is. Here's the week for my all out attack." Yeah, I, really I don't know if it, it was ever worth warranting. A I really liked for. it. I think I think there's the problem is it's just it's also not good. Like this new one is better by definitely, far. Definitely, it's but more useful. Yeah, I think the the point with the all out all out attack. I'm doing it now all as well. Out of all attack. out of attack. It makes sense, right? It feels right. <laughs> it rolls off the tongue. Um, but yeah, you have this this scenario where you don't really maximise anything mm. unless your midfielders and strikers do really yeah. really well. So it is kind of pointless in that sense, whereas this one, you do have that opportunity to get a really, really high score. But when do you guys think you're realistically going to use it? I've said I'm going to wait for a mega blank week. A mega blank week? Yeah, so like when you've literally only got like six teams playing. Yeah. That's it. That's when I'm... That's yeah, because it was one of those last season, wasn't mm. it? My- I think I had like eight players, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, I was just those, those times that. when you're actually looking at using an actual wild card yeah you can actually yeah get a temporary one I think yeah. it's good well, why idea. would you get a temporary one over an actual one What's well if there's only yeah if there's only one week of like blanks then oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah totally. I, think I think that's probably the time but I like that I like the differential it theory. does depend it does depend Excuse because I think if you have a, a game week where there's four fixtures or three fixtures but what if those teams are like Burnley and Stoke and yeah, you get Hayton in obviously yeah, but you can't get 11 Heatons. <laughs> you already have Heaton. <laughs> Andre Gray. So you don't need to. Yeah, get Gray, get me. Get me, not yeah. you. Then <laughs> no, me. Yeah. But I, I do think it's a bit weird saving this one for a double game week because the ones you usually want to use when you've got double fixtures, bench boost and yeah, the triple, triple captain. captain. That's what I, I went for bench boost. Yeah. I played a wild card. The week before that massive double game week, yeah, and then bench so that yeah, then bench boosted, yeah. But I used my triple captain a bit earlier, but yeah, a lot of people are using triple captain. Oh yeah, as well. so we do need to mention that. Like if you're if you're a noob or you're, <laughs> you're not really sure what you're doing, like you can't use this and another chip in the same week. Yeah, you can't use any chips at the same. Yeah, the same game. definitely worth it. Exactly, and, and we can't be misleading people now. <laughs> I got caught out of that. can just have the most immense week yeah. of all time. The first season of chips, I got caught out of that because I didn't realise. I knew that you couldn't <laughs> use this, uh, the chips on the same week, but I didn't realise the wild card counted as one. Mm. So I used a wild card on the double game week, and then was going to use my bench boost, 
And, and then it was like, yeah, you, you can't have to do, do it. Yeah, you have to get that I wild card in, wild card in a week yeah. early. Uh, yeah, so I think that would be cool. It would be, be cool to see how that plays out. Um, I have no idea. I, I genuinely think this will be more interesting as the season goes on. That's when you're mm. gonna know like what to do with it because you need to see how other players are doing and and no one's really looked past the first like nine weeks. Yeah, I didn't think it's worth planning anyway, this before so. the season. So you know you can you can make this when it feels right. <laughs> Okay, so our next topic is the promoted teams. Yes. And we've all done our research on this one for you. So we've got... Have we done? Yes, <laughs> we have. So who, who wants to start? Have I got any volunteers? Go on then. Go on then. All right. What does all that right. mean you'll go first? Yeah, yeah that, that was really confusing. I was like, you telling me? I just asked <laughs> go you. Go on. <laughs> I'll yeah. tell you, son. <laughs> I'll, open up, I'll open up this on, open section the floor, with baby. Brighton then, shall I? You mean Brighton, Brighton and Hove Albion? The Eagles? Are they the Eagles? No, that's... No, the Seagulls. The, the Seagulls. Oh, sorry. Not all sorry, birds. Sorry, bird fans. <laughs> Got that wrong. The, was it, was it all the birds Beagles? matter. The Beagles. The Beagles? <laughs> well, my first the note... Beagles. My first note is asterisked as Chris Hewton, great guy. Chris <laughs> Houghton. Or as said before this, Chris Houghton. <laughs> Who is... Who is Chris Houghton? Who is Houghton, Heaton, Hewton? <laughs> so manager Chris Hewton. Oh, he's used not to a be. He's not a player. No, he's the okay. manager. He used to manage Newcastle, and he is generally widely known as the greatest guy of all time. Okay. Anyway, so Brighton came second last season in the uh, championship. I always had this like myth that Newcastle ran away with it and like won it by like twelve mm. points, but this is not true. Brighton only were only one point behind. Okay. Um, and they actually lost fewer games than Newcastle, but drew more. That's where they went wrong. Oh. They drew more. So their home form, 17 wins, which was the championship record. Okay. True story. Only shipped 14 goals as well and 12 clean sheets. So their home form was really, really good. In fact, it was the best in the league. But their away form only scored 28 goals, but they did win 11, which is the third best in the league. So... I think they're going to struggle away from home this season. It's <laughs> my, my hot take from that. My hot take is research. like easy stats to come to a very obvious conclusion. <laughs> Sometimes hey. people need things spelling out for them. Don't it's they? not a hot take, it's just a good take. It's a reasonable take based on statistical <laughs> evidence. Some would say a take. <laughs> <laughs> That's my take. That's my neutral take. Alright. Um, let's go for their signings, shall we? Okay. Yes. That's what I really want to hear. So, in goal... Matt Ryan and, yes. it, and when we say Matt we mean one T <laughs> he was mentioned briefly last week right he was actually oh, yeah. sure how I, I think we spoke about the one T for anyone yeah oh, we I did. think I cut that out so we can oh. definitely talk about it again yeah bring it back because it's worth bring writing. it back to Matt yeah what's, what's, what's he's, he's basically Matt? he's basically Tom with an H is he <laughs> is he Australian he is, is that what we so he actually used to play for Valencia which okay. is kind of high end when did he play for Valencia? Because I feel like that's a very relevant question to ask. I feel like he was their keeper last season. Uh, how? But Valencia got relegated. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so Val- I thought Valencia were a good team. No, Valencia Ga- used to be no, good. No, Gary Neville managed to ruin them. So Matt Ryan comes in, comes in as first team keeper. Um, David Stockdale, the legend that is David Stockdale. I don't know if you guys remember him. Um, he, was, he was their first team keeper last season. Yeah. With all of these great right, stats, clearly. yeah, but he's been ousted. He didn't was sign. This... He didn't sign a new deal. Is what happened. Oh, so he's left on a free transfer. So do we want Ryan? 
in our teams. I think so. I think he's got a good chance. It's your second keeper. Yeah, I think he's a good 4.5 shout, to be fair. Their next signing is a guy called Pascal Gross. Oh, with the double S yes. thing. All right, come on, give us give us the good news. Sorry, so yes, talk us through Pascal Gross. 4.5, right? What uh-huh. position does he play, please? So he plays just behind the striker. An AMC, if you will. So what's he listed as, as in... Midfielder. Okay. Previously, an AMC is Pascal Gross. <laughs> Literally. I don't know what this means. So he supplied, in the German league last season, he supplied the third highest key passes behind Ribery and someone else who I didn't know. Oh, wait, so... <laughs> sorry, we're so, talking in Europe? Yeah. Oh, wow. So this guy's high-end. He's got a good potential. Now... Okay. I believe last year Brighton played 4 4 2 with Glenn Murray and someone else up front. Glenn Gale. Murray, but and the, guy. the fact that they brought in a number 10, oh, no, which, but the fact that they brought in a number 10 would suggest to me that they're going to play one up front. Hmm. Okay. So, Pascal Gross could be a good guy. Okay, Pascal Gross for the, the AMC. Yeah, and also the. What's AMC? AM attacking midfield centre. So okay. it's a very football manager he'll be kind of thing. listed as a midfielder. Yeah. yeah, I already asked what he was listed as. Why don't you listen? What was this one? Anyway. <laughs> I just forgot. Last new transfer. Uh-huh. Marcus Suttner. Oh, who's A this? left back from Germany. Is Austrian, but from the German league. Okay. And so far in pre-season, three assists as a wing back. And we know. Four and 4.5 again. Could, how, be, could be good value. How many clean sheets have they kept pre-season? Do you have that information? I do, I, do you know what? I actually do. Oh, wow. They've only conceded one goal in four games. Oh! And he's got two assists. So all of a sudden we're looking Pre-season. at... Pre-season. One goal. Oh. So now right. we're looking at... Bright- genuinely looking at Brighton and Hove defenders and goalkeepers. Well, I think for your, for your 4.5 defender, I think he's quite a good shout. Well, he could be a good shout. Mm-hmm. Right, my next section is key players. For this season. Oh damn! Like those weren't even the key players. Well, who are the key? No. Well, <laughs> you know, obviously Pascal Gross looks good, but if we're going to go midfield, we're going Knockart, right? Yes. Okay. Now okay. Knockart, star player. Last year, if you take Glenn Murray out of the team, who was the striker, he scored 15 goals and got eight assists, which I think is pretty good. That's a good return. So Knockart. 6.5, I think that's I quite... I thought it was only 6. No, 6.5, and I think that's quite a lot for a promoted I midfielder. I think it's quite a lot too. I'd take him at 5.5 five or 6 at tops, I mean, but I've, I think 6.5 is a little bit over the top. I've literally got him in my team. So Mate, clearly, no, 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 no. He is fake six. news, he is, he is six. 6. He is 6. I am now dishing out fake news. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is the fake news section on uh, the analysis. Yeah, it's not key players, this is fake news. Okay, 6. I still think that's a little bit much. I also think it is Even though I just said I'd take him for 6. I think <laughs> it's a little expensive, but I think it's worth it. If he's going to come through... Like, but I'm looking at this Pascal Gross set-piece specialist. I don't think... I think he offers potential more value mm. than knockout. Okay. And then obviously you've got Glenn Murray, who was their top goal scorer last season with 23 goals and has also been knocking them in for pre-season. Now, Glenn Murray used to play for Bournemouth, so has Bournemouth and Palace. He played for Palace. So he's really good yeah, for Palace. He was almost like their super sub. So I feel that he has got Premier League experience and I think he'll be able to score goals. Yeah, for sure. Um, seems like I lied about knockout's price. Can you just confirm for me uh, Murray's price? Because he could well be a good, viable third he's striker. 6.0. 6.0, okay. But he's a... Striker. He's a striker. I think he's not a bad shout. So that's a, that's a good a third price striker. for a striker. Mm, yeah. Totally. For a striker who's going to strike. Yeah. That's it. 
My next key player is Lewis Dunk. Now, okay, there are pros and cons to this. Now, he's in my team okay. as my 4.5 defender. Now, the Fantasy League, when they come to um, uh, generating bonus points, run on a thing called CBI, which is clearances. Oh, yes. Blocks and interceptions. Now, apparently, if you were to take Dunk's stats from last year, he would have got an average of 2.5 bonus points per game, which is great. So I think there's a good chance that he could... All right, he might, might not be getting clean sheets, but he'll be picking up maybe one or two bonus points now and then. But Man's got 13 yellow cards last season. 13. Ooh. And I feel that he's going to be working slightly harder this year. So that's going not... Going for 20 yellow yeah, cards. <laughs> yeah, he could be... Oh, Rest, rest in peace, he could be the next Chetiote. Could he break last season's record in the first game of the season against Man City? Probably. It sounds like a game <laughs> where you're going to be doing a lot of fouls. So there's pros and cons for Lewis Dunk, but I've got him, I've got him in my team. I think he could be good. All right, cool. Next one is one of Dan's favourites, I feel. Okay, hit me with it. He's just turned 37. Oh, it's, it's only Bruno. It's yes! Bruno! <laughs> Bruno! We, bo- we both have Bruno. Really? Yeah, I'm committed. Yeah, I see your Bruno squad up in here, man. Four point five, right? Yeah. Oh, give me that four point five goodness. Four assists last season. That's pretty four good. Assists. That's pretty good for a thirty-seven-year-old who's going to have to run the channel every <laughs> every week. I can't see him getting as much game time Do this season. Do you think with these new signings, like, is no, he going to? No, he's he starts. Bruno's a right back. Hmm. Their second choice right back is Liam Rossini. Who's thirty? Who's thirty-three? So I, I think there will. Though. I think there will be rotation. Um, so he won't play every. Chances are he won't play every week. I don't think so. He is their captain though. Bruno. But then John Terry was cap- Chelsea captain. Never played. Now the new signing I said earlier, Sutner, mm-hmm. is a left back. So that's not going to affect, affect anything. Him. So I think I I'd seen on some I'd seen on Reddit that there was talks that Rossini was going to be starting first team. But I mean, I don't know. Who can you can you really believe Reddit? Can Bruno? Yes. Can a thirty-seven-year-old keep up a whole season playing the wing? Yeah. Wait, see, I think you're thinking Do about you think it the wrong it's way. Bruno. Exactly. You don't That's know. That's what I was going to say. You, you don't know about Bruno. Like, have you have you seen him on what's football the manager? Football manager. <laughs> He's so good. Okay. I'll take your I'll take your word. Uh, you one. just got you know Bruno is my one wild card pick where I'm just like I want a guy. Who I just like. Oh, I have too many of those. And I just, I just like him. <laughs> right, I'm on to my last section, pre-season. Only conceded one goal so far. Sutton so, the bit left-backs on two assists. Knockart is currently injured. Now, he had a small ankle injury. I can report on this. Small ankle injury. <laughs> Being assessed currently. But Houghton says, he sh- Houghton, Houghton says he should be okay. Okay. And Glenn Murray, in my words, in my note words, Glenn Murray pinging them in. <laughs> <laughs> what, and pre-season? that pre-season so that is my and that is my Brighton update for you. <laughs> I have one question Hit How, me. do you believe Chris Heaton when he says knockout's fine no I believe is Chris Howard <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, don't, I don't even That's know who Chris Heaton is <laughs> in all honesty I haven't done as many notes as Ant has but I think that's okay because this I, is I hard doubted. to I was doubted yeah, I doubted delivered but also, I think you two understand a lot more about football and what stats people mm. need. Whereas I'm like, well, this guy looks like he'll be okay. Mm. Can we edit some like sad music over top of that <laughs> <laughs> yes. little speech? Um, so Huddersfield, 
their starting fixtures may look good, but they just aren't a very good team. Okay. <laughs> is how I've started. Yeah, their starting fixtures are very blue. Starting with the, the positivity, I like mm. it. Especially when it comes to scoring goals. Oh. They are the first team to be promoted to the Premier League on a negative goal difference. What? <laughs> ever. ever. That, that is a stat. I'll tell you what, that's a great stat. That Did is you actually guys not the know best. that? No? No, oh. and that's. You would just wouldn't assume that a team with that goal difference team. could actually. Mm. So they've literally been winning 1 0. And they drawing didn't, loads they didn't and losing by they didn't yeah, score losing a lot. in their playoff games oh yeah they won on penalties <laughs> didn't they basically they're shit they're not That's great but it's okay because for the third season in a row I think that's right yeah you're going, you're going for quality over quantity <laughs> on these stats I'm, I'm, I'm I believe for the third season in a row they've broken their like the amount of money they've spent on transfers mm-hmm. in over the summer I feel like their transfer their transfer record may have been like two million before, yeah. and it's then two point five. But this, their manager, manager Wagner, like he does seem like a nutter, but he has made huge improvements to the side since his inception in November twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because they were like at that point when he joined, they were eighteenth in the league. I think they finished like nineteenth yeah, that I season. I can't remember Huddersfield ever having a decent championship season. And obviously ever. that was two seasons ago. Yeah, and now he's brought them up. Exactly. So they look terrible on the outset. They sound a bit iffy, but who knows what he, what Wagner can do? Okay, I, I like what you're saying. You're putting the faith in the man. I am. Have they um, signed anyone? Yeah. Oh yes. Yes, 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 yes. I'm almost only going to talk about new signings. Okay. Hmm. Hypothetically, um, Lusel, who is their goalkeeper, right? goalkeeper. It seems like he's the guy to go for at Huddersfield if they aren't a team that score. Hmm. I feel like it's going to be a Pickford. Yeah, someone's got points. to save the goals if they're not going to score any, yeah. right? 100%. However, oh yeah, he is new. He's new to the team, so it's probably best to see how well they get on before you just jump in and hmm. grab him. Uh-huh. So, yes, the fixtures look nice to begin with, but maybe wait until nice fixtures roll back around again before yeah. getting this guy in. Yeah. But there are some players who do do goals, okay. which is nice. <laughs> um, Tom Ince. Oh, he's at Huddersfield? Yes. Yeah. I didn't know this. New I signing. thought he was still at Derby. Okay. No, no, no. New nice. signing for 17-18. For, for okay. 6.0. 6.0, which I do think is maybe a little expensive. I feel like it's the same so yeah, it's the same theory as Knockart. But Knockart, we've seen... Evidence. Him, yeah, and evidence of him in the team at Brighton and Hove, hmm. whereas Tom Yeah, Ince is a new signing, isn't he? Mm. And he's never really... He's never really... He was Blackpool originally, wasn't he? Yeah, he was Blackpool when his dad was the manager. Yeah, honestly, I haven't followed him a lot, but I, there's. It seems like that's the pattern. Like six point is for the key players in these smaller right. teams. Yeah. And he's scored four times pre-season. So well, that's so good. Far. That's so it it he looks good. Mm-hmm. Also, along so I didn't write where these people are, which is terrible. I believe they're well, midfield. Like position. Yeah. Is that right? Ince is a midfielder. Ince yeah. is a midfielder, yeah. Okay. 6.0 midfielder. Also, I'd like to tell you about Steve Mooney. Steve Mooney. I don't know where he is. He's 6.0? He's a striker. 
for 6.9. So this is like whoever you were talking about who was a striker. Yeah. Anyway, wow. Steve Mooney, 6.0, also a new signing, um, has scored three goals pre-season. So also looking good. Looking like he's ready. But do, I would... Do we know where he came from? Um, I don't. I didn't write that down. Came so. from heaven, Ant. Heaven sent 20th season. Yes. So. <laughs> I didn't, these aren't the bits of information that I thought were relevant. <laughs> I've never heard of him. And someone else who I think might be worth keeping an eye on is Rajiv Van Lepara. Oh, Van Lepara. I like it. He's got a cool name. Mm. Who is five like. million dollar dollars. Van Lepara. He is a midfielder and he is slyly assisted three times pre-season. Slyly? Hmm. He's creeping up. I just think he might be worth keeping an eye on. Okay. Um, He's a five, oh, no, 5.0 midfielder though. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fine. That's a good price. So I definitely wouldn't rush to get any of these players in yeah. before the Assess. season starts. Put on the watch list. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, these 100%. are ones for the watch list. Um, but I would like to make everyone aware that Huddersfield's pre-season fixtures haven't been particularly trying for yes. them. They've been they pretty, played some pretty They played Crawley Town. So it's as you can be like, oh look at these guys, they've scored these pre-season goals. It but means nothing. Yeah, be aware Literally that they're not yeah. the one yeah. scored. Then right. they haven't played any Premier League teams. Yeah. During like, this pre-season stint. Yeah. So there are the facts, make of totally. them what you will. So we okay. got we got some guys there. And last but certainly not least, we have Newcastle on the agenda. Yeah. These are the big boys, Rafa's boys. Okay, so you know, there's some interesting ones with Newcastle. Obviously won won the league last season, as Ant touched on earlier. Um, they had some good so one of the big picks for a lot of people was Dwight Gale. Uh, previously been in the, the Premier League. Last season got twenty three goals over the season, only two assists. Um, but that was from 32 appearances in total, six from the bench. That's not bad. That's almost no. a goal a game if you yeah. don't count the I think bench. It, I like the look of him when he was at Palace. I think yeah. he, I, he got, he got was, 15 goals for Palace as well over is, three seasons as a substitute. And, I mean, they finished pretty low that season. I mean, with Pardew, didn't Palace they? were just always bad. Yeah. When <laughs> Palace is Sorry, bad, Palace right? fans. No. He was like their shining light, wasn't he? As, I don't know, I, I wouldn't have said shining light, but like he did get goals when he played. Um, but yeah, so you've got Dwight Gale, 23 goals, like that's a very good total. And if I mean, you're looking for one of the guys from these promoted teams... 6.5, 20, I think it's good. 23 goals for, for a 6.5 Newcastle striker. Mm. He was in my first the first draft of my team. I've yeah. S- I've still got him. Nice. So another guy I want to talk about is Matt Ritchie. Um, Matt Ritchie, previously of Bournemouth, uh, previously been in the Premier League. It's kind of strange that he went because even in the season he played for Bournemouth, like he got he managed four goals and seven assists. And so that he guy didn't can have score a banger. he didn't at all have like a bad season, but he well, he was let go anyway. And uh, now he's at Newcastle and he had a really good season last year with twelve goals, seven assists, ten yellow cards, a little bit intense, but. You know, he's, he's going to be on set pieces. He's going to be taking your penalties. He's going to be hopefully scoring some goals from free kicks and potentially assisting from corners. Um, so he's a, a really good option. He is 
Let me just check. I'm, I think he's 6.0. Yeah. yeah, because it's, it's well, like all of these teams, their talismans are all... If you're going to put him up against Knockout, he sounds like more. He sounds like you get more for your money. Yeah. yeah. If Matt Rich is on set pieces as well and, ha- good... and has Premier League yeah. experience, I think he's yeah, definitely yeah. a good shot. So, so he's an interesting one. Um, I also think... So I've got Lasalle in my team. I'm not sure if it's Lasalle's or Lasalle, but I'll stick with what I know. Um, I've got him in my team. His appearances last season. So this is the thing that stuck out to me. Of all the players in the Newcastle team... Is he, is he their left-back? So, no, he's a centre-back. Centre-back. Can I ask and, a quick question about the backs? Yes. Does it matter whether people are a right-back, a left-back, or a centre-back? Um, well, in what I, sense? It depends. Yeah, it depends. In if the game of football? In it, For fantasy? Yeah. Well, I mean, I just think if you're... It depends. You've got, you've got defensive and more attacking... Backs, as yeah. it were, um, you know, Bellerin's going to go forward. Hmm. So it doesn't Whereas particularly some, matter what whether no, you're a right back, a left back, or a centre back. No. It's however you play. Yeah, but a centre back. Squad plays like. Yeah, a centre back's obviously got opportunities to score from set pieces, and also has got more chance of picking up bonus points from yeah. clearances and interceptions. So they kind of level each other out. I think a lot of it depends on the playing style of the team as well. Yeah. Because if you've got a very defensive team, the centre backs are going to be clearing the ball all all uh, yeah. all game long. If you're playing cent- uh, as a central defender and you're making a lot of clearances, like you're going to stack up those bonus points. Um, but if you play for an attacking team like Arsenal, maybe you don't want someone who scores from corners, but someone who might get an assist. Right. So like Bellerin, Kolasinac are interesting options. And anyone who's playing three at the back with wing-backs, yeah. who are classed as defenders, are obviously... Wing-backs play a lot further forward. They literally play it as a winger. And this yeah. is Chelsea, for Chelsea, example. Yeah. Where Even is. Arsenal this season. Yeah. Uh, or from the end of last season. So back on topic so. of Lassell. Um, so he's a centre-back, and the reason I'm looking at him is because 41 appearances last season, the most appearances of any how many, Newcastle player. How many games are there? Like 40, what did you say? It was 46. 46. 40. So he, he looks the most nailed on, essentially. <laughs> yeah. And he had the most appearances, 41 appearances with two as a sub. He also got three goals from centre-back, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want your defence to score goals, but the thing with Newcastle is... All of their centre backs scored three goals. Oh. <laughs> so, but not as the others didn't have as many appearances. Yeah, and and Lascelles an up and coming like twenty three year old, you know, pretty hyped player. I imagine he's going to be on for some good bonus points. Yedlin is another uh, another interesting option. I know Ants got him or had him. He's my fifth defender. Yeah, because Yedlin's a fullback, so he's going to be bombing forward a lot. And he is them crosses so in. fast. He's really fast. Uh, Ex Spurs player. Um, he he made significantly fewer appearances last season. Only twenty one starts. Did they buy him so in December? So that could be a question. Maybe that I'm is. Not sure, I can't maybe remember. that is what happened. Um, He's American. But anyway, man. you know they're both good options for different reasons. You're looking at goals and bonus points. I think for Lasell with Yedlin, you're hoping he bombs forward and gets those assists. Um, so I just want to talk briefly about like uh, uh, Rafa Benitez and his reputation because he's. Very much known as a, a pragmatic kind of coach who he sets up to win games. Like, it doesn't matter who you're playing, he wants to figure out how to beat this team. And I think when you look at the opening fixture of the season, they have Spurs, which could potentially, you know, any team facing Spurs is going to be a tough fixture. 5 1 last time, wasn't it? F- but 5 1 to Newcastle last time, which we spoke about last week. And 
I'm, I'm, I'm still bitter about I it. Didn't, I didn't think Rafa's the kind of manager that will set up not to score goals, but he'll set up in a way that he's trying to deny Spurs an easy goal. Not not playing too open, not playing right. too... Um, and not playing into their hands, essentially. So you could see a few surprises on the way because he's a very good, very good manager, very coveted manager. Um, last sort of um, shout I want to throw in is... Well, there's two, actually. There's Rob Elliott, 4.0, goalkeeper. One of the cheapest potentially starting goalkeepers in the league mm-hmm. because... Newcastle are trying to sign a goalkeeper but they haven't done it yet oh. and they've missed out on Joe Hart and uh, Darren Randolph recently so there could be a situation there where they're having to start the season with Rob Elliott as their first choice that means you could potentially get a 4.0 bargain who was their first choice last year? Their f- Rob Elliott right but did he play more games than Carl Darlow? Um, so let's have a look Elliott you know I think oh, they hang on. you off I think Rob Elliott got injured Rob yeah. Elliott started as the keeper, got injured, and Carl Darlow just to played. Yeah, no. You, so I think the jury's out as to whether Rob right. Elliott will return as the first ah. team keeper. Ah, okay, so yeah, 34 games for Carl Darlow, three for Rob Elliott. So, you but know, I think, yeah, he got injured as far as I'm aware. It's a, it's a potential. So he, a won't potential be, he won't come back. I think that's a case of uh, a just assess. Right. Yeah, assess, see, see what the lineups are. But, you know. What I'm going to say about these promoted teams, unless you've got a guy like Gale and you're looking for a third-choice striker, or unless you're looking for a fifth defender, I don't think you should be looking too much into these players and what they've done in pre-season and things like that because mm-hmm. we know the teams are playing in pre-season are ridiculous. Today, uh, sorry, yesterday we saw Liverpool beat Bayern 3-0. We've seen Arsenal beat Bayern on penalties. Like These pre-season friendlies are really hard to judge, like who's really going to be the top players this season so you should probably try and limit yourself with how many promoted promoted team players you're going to get maybe to one or two slots oh I don't like me because I've got four. Oh, oh so you're you're going full on with the uh yeah the renegade hype personally I wouldn't say don't get however many players from promoted teams yeah. up through but just be wary that it could all go tits up yeah. fairly swiftly yeah yeah, so with, with these guys, you know, you it's an interesting way of looking at it. Like, you have these differentials. It, it's a risky strategy, but it, it can pay off. Um, and, and, yeah, I'm, I'm learning from my previous mistakes, I think, personally, where mm-hmm. I've put too much into guys that I just love. Yeah. Or guys that I think I'm going to be super cute and clever with. And it's... But I think it, it, it does add to the fun. And it sometimes it, when it works... Yeah. The euphoria is real. So next we're going to talk about new signings and rumours. Um, so there's a, one I was hearing about today that's quite interesting. Ian Acho, allegedly, and I'm not going to... I fake news it last season saying Mbappe you was mean last done. week? Last week. <laughs> <laughs> saying the Mbappe, uh, Mbappe deal was accepted. That wasn't true. I think I know where Ian Acho is off to. So Ian Acho, go and guess. It's either Stoke or West Ham. No, it's Stoke, isn't it? It's neither of those. <laughs> oh, It's Leicester. <laughs> So, fake news myself. So allegedly, we're all about the fake news. Uh, allegedly, Leicester have agreed a 25 million deal for Ian Acho. I think that'd be and a great that, signing. That is one hell of a signing because Ian Acho is one of those players. Every time he plays for City, he gets goals. His goal he record was his oh, goal record was, was incredible. The one who was replacing Aguero like yeah. mid-season yeah. just now. And obviously now Jesus is in. I think he's going to be even harder. Yeah. Mm. I think he is. He is a guy that needs to go. No, I'm, I'm off. Yeah. yeah. And he's gone to Leicester, who are, you know, they're not... I think Leicester's not a great team, team for him. you think of, but 
he's going to be a good striker for them because he is a good striker for Man City. He just couldn't get in. But he's, did he, he's a striker. Yeah, he's a striker. Did he have a 4-4-2 with Aguero? Yeah, he has played with uh, so him Because obviously Leicester always do two up front, so him and Vardy could be... Because Vardy's got the work rate as well. And he's a bit... And Ian Atcho can finish. He's more zippy than uh, than Slimani, for example. Yeah, yeah. And, and Musa, you know, hasn't taken off at all. So And Okazaki's just work rate, isn't he? Yeah, pure, uh, they like, love Okazaki, engine. but he's... I love Okazaki. He's, he's pure engine, isn't he's he? He's a 60-minute player for them, and he's yeah, never yeah. going to be their first choice every game. Ian Atcho and Vardy up front would be great. So, That'd be great sign. The, allegedly, the fee's been accepted, but the only thing is Man City are insisting a 50 million buyback clause. So it means that at any point, if they decide to, so say oh. Ian Atcho scores so this is 30 like, goals. like Ake at Bournemouth, yeah. not like that? Uh, yeah, so not with Ake, because Ake was Online. alone, and they could just recall, you can do that. Right. Um, with this, it's like, say Ian Atcho gets 40 goals for Leicester in a season. Well, City can be like, wow, we're not going to get a 40 goal striker for 50 million anywhere. Let's get Ian Atcho. Oh, and they can just and it hand is, it back. It is almost like a loan that's costing you 25 million yeah. in that sense. Real Ra- Madrid did it with Morata. They sent, they sent him to, they sold him to Juventus. He smashed it at Juventus mm-hmm. and then they bought him back yeah. for whatever. And now they've sold him to Chelsea. And now they've sold him big again. money. That's so, it. so he is a, a so good let's one talk to talk about look. Morata next. <laughs> so yeah, let's talk about Morata next. You smashing the segways today, damn. Mm-hmm. Me and me and Jack are falling out over Morata. <laughs> Well, because I think I'm happy from. Oh no! But I was reading today that Morata is not fit, fit to start the season. Oh wow! Is this confirmed? As soon as he's back, that's why. But he's not so. like he's not. Uh, I don't know what the phrase was, but he's not fit enough. Yeah. Like he hasn't done enough running. It's just yeah. It's just not fit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I'm. I currently strongly believe that that's why we'll start. Yeah. So you've Chelsea. gone for Batchway, haven't you? Eight point five Chelsea striker. Um, but I and I I'm very happy to believe that Marassa will play and yeah. do goals as soon as he is so, well. Good signing. He'll probably do well, right? For I think for a fantasy point of if view, he, ten. If he nails down that first ten. And Costa's not on anymore, right? So Marassa uh, literally so replaces. I think we're all just are we just are we just assuming that. Costa is out the door. So Costa off to didn't China. report to training yesterday, right. and also He's off to China. I read earlier on that they're considering an individual fitness regime for him. So, so he's a fat bastard, and he wants to go to Chelsea. He wants to go to China and get five hundred grand a week. This is essentially what's happening here. You could here. probably surmise from that information he's not going to be playing for Chelsea. No. <laughs> That's wild. So yeah. So okay. Marata comes in and literally directly replaces Costa, right? Yes, that's going to be. I think that's why they couldn't value Marata anything more than ten. Because that's with Costa, Costa still there. Mm. You reckon? And Which also, I think could play. Do you think track record comes into that? Because he's never been a, a high scoring player. Costa. Uh, Marata. Marata. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, we. I think we touched on this last week so again, we didn't did. we? But he's not. Yeah. He's never been. An explosive, prolific. yeah, prolific, yeah, more explosive yeah. than prolific. So we've got Lacazette, who was prolific last season. For Olympic Lyon. With every day that goes by, I'm considering Lacazette more. He's 10.5, isn't he? Yeah, yes. Um, yeah, so <laughs> Lacazette for Arsenal, uh, the new signing, obviously. And the he's big a striker. Signing. And he's one, a striker. Of the, one of the top strikers in Europe. Last one season. of the top strikers in Europe, 10.5. Um, Arsenal have some pretty good opening fixtures. Like, he looks like a good buy if you... Oh, I can't remember what was it he got last season. It was something like 27 goals. And he's Why do we think he's 10-5 as opposed to 11-5 or 12? Do we think it's because... Because he's unproven in the Premier League. 
Do you I think? think that's got the do, you, do you think Sanchez is Sanchez's record just kind of eats into Lacazette's returns? Um, Potentially. Sanchez. What you think? The fact that Sanchez can score loads of goals yeah. from the wing. You think that affects his price or, or well, just, Lacazette's returns? Lacazette's returns, but I still I'm saying that Lacazette's returns I think will still be great. Yeah. But the fact that Sanchez is there as well, yeah, kind um, of doesn't warrant him being the same know. price. I don't know. I. I th- I think it's more to do with the unproven nature of him as a player. Like, we know he was good in the French league. If he hits the ground running, it's going to be a bargain. Yeah. He's straight into the team, though, right? He's, he's going to be. I can't see Giroud. I can't off. see a world exactly in which Giroud gets the nod over the player we've just signed for 45 million. There's, it seems absurd to even mm-hmm. think that. And he's, do, we, do we think Giroud will even stay? I, I think. Do you Giroud's think Welbeck is? I, so I did some. Uh, I, I think Sanchez is probably going to stay as well. Um, but he seems like your surest bet like he's a new guy who wants to make an impression he's going to be a real number nine like playing that central striker role we know he's good in and around the box like he used to be a winger oh really back in, in, his, early, in his early days uh... yeah but he's a really interesting I uh, just pulled up the stats so last season he got uh, 28 goals and 3 assists it's pretty good so it's not a bad record at all and that was from 28 games <laughs> wow with 2 two substitute appearances sorry how many goals in 28 games? 28 and 28 what? yes um, but uh, it's technically 28 and 30 because there were 2 sub appearances he's good obviously you've got Col- uh, Kolasinac the new left back signing for Arsenal uh, 6.0 has he been good? he's got a few assists in pre-season I think nice. 2 assists is he, he looks get- very strong is he getting forward a lot? Yeah, yeah. So even Bellerin. That's yeah, good, I think right? that's a really good, really good fullback uh, combination. So Monreal's going to be playing in the middle. Kolasinac, sorry for a, a little bit extra context. He was in the Bundesliga, German league, player of team of the season last year. Nice at left back. So that you know, Bundesliga is a good league. And Schalke definitely weren't anywhere near winning it, <laughs> were they? <laughs> yeah, so he's obviously he obviously did pretty well. How much is this guy? Six um, so Kolasinac for 6.0 decent option if you want someone who potentially is getting goals and can assist mm. um, we got some more I mean we've got Man City who have been going crazy with their FIFA money like Bernardo Silva Danilo um, Benjamin Mendy I love Bernardo Silva so much they've been going so mad with their transfers it's just it's been blowing my mind and What's yeah that's 170 know. million odd they've spent yeah and they're still looking for players. It's it's insane. So that, still. What, what they, was this financial fair play rule that came in? Is that <laughs> does it? What even is it that? It doesn't apply to Man City. Yeah, apparently not. Yeah, sorry, Nat. What were you gonna say? I don't know. Like, do they even need this many players? Well, this is the thing. He's having a FIFA summer. He's just like he's got two hundred million budget. He's like, oh, on that one, on that one, on that one. They did well. Um, so it's so a FIFA. But like, summer. where did where did Manchester City finish last season? So they finished second last year, I think. What? So why do they need all these new players? Because Pep, man. Oh, but loads of them have left because no, they're Spurs, old, right? Spurs were in second. Oh, sorry, yeah, Spurs. Man City were third or fourth. Yeah, they were third. They but were lots third. of their players have left because they're on, like, Zabletta. Yeah, yeah I mean, they've, they've been guy. needing... Sa- uh, Sanya, Cliche, they've been needing <laughs> to replace their defence for f- years. Uh. Yeah, basically the thing with City was a lot of their players were really old. Yeah. And now they're buying loads of good... And they just kept, yeah, and they kept buying attacking midfielders. Yeah. So uh, have any of these guys played yet? Um, so Danilo was playing the other day. Right. Um, I think he was playing at left back. Mendy is currently injured. Danilo is a right back, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's a full back. He can play either side. But I think they. Who's it they got from Monaco? Who's Why the are there defender? So many backs. Uh, Mendy. Mendy, who's injured. 
Who's a right back? Left back. Left back. Yeah. Okay, because I was saying that because they got Carl Walker and so they're now. Carl Walker, Walker is the right back. Yeah. Carl so, Walker and Danilo. So Walker's got. been playing already for. Yeah. Walker played the other day against right. Spurs. Yeah. Okay. And um, got Danilo. That's ridiculous. There's too many players. Yeah, it's. That's two top class right. Do they even all fit on the page on FPL? <laughs> <laughs> the squad is so big. Yeah. It is insane. Like, surely most of them just have to sit at home on the weekends. So they can't all fit on the bench. <laughs> right? Well, that's it. You you be in the stands, but you know they've got they've got players. <laughs> They tie, players, to tie sure. Carl Walker to the roof of the coach. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Carl. I know we're paying. You're the new guy, man. You, yeah, you're staying you're on nerds. top. <laughs> yeah, so they, they look good this season, and I think a guy like Mendy. So I have a brief, a brief experience with Mendy from some uh, fan duel that I played last season, uh, and he was a bit of an assist machine. Where did he? Who? So he's the City left-back that they've just signed. No, but yeah, but what was he doing before that? Oh, okay. Oh, sorry, yeah, Monaco. That wasn't um, clear. Yeah, so he played played in the French League, Monaco, who won it last year. And, yeah, he just looks a really good player. So if you want those assists and those bonus points, he's potentially one of the guys to look at. Over company. Christ, so... so I think start with company because he's fit. But right. look at Mendy. Christ, 6. so City 5. came in and robbed them of Bernardo Silva and Mendy. Yeah. Sorry, but 6.5 is a lot for a defender, though. It's a lot. It's for a, a defender lot. Very attacking defenders, yeah, but, these, but new to the Premier League. True, true. true. But uh, I think when, you've got, when, when you've got those players in the box, if they, if they whip across in, someone's going to finish it. Yeah, I'm looking at that performance the other day and how dominant they were. And I know, you, again, you have to apply the pre-season thinking. Like... I don't think that was Spurs at their best by any stretch of the imagination. I don't think that was City at their best either. <laughs> or it sets the tone for the whole of Spurs season. Yeah, yeah. And playing at Wembley, it's all going to go The wrong. way that City were playing was like Pep has had a season and his players know how to play now. Other than that, we have some Chelsea guys. The Chelsea signings, I don't think they look too appealing. Uh, Bakayoko, defensive midfielder. Rudiger, defender. We don't know if he's going to start. Also, Chelsea, you have options in defence. You have Alonso. Even if you want someone cheaper, you have Asper Equator. I don't even think Alonso's nailed on because I think yeah. Rudiger could come in and play centre back and then they could just shift Asper Equator out to the wing. Yeah, so we don't know for sure, but that's a hard one to, to recommend any of those. Um, Robertson for Liverpool, we talked about him a bit last week. Jury's out on whether Milner remains at left back or he gets moved, moved forward. We talked about this rogue signing of Matic going to Man United. Is it, does was... it bear. Well, talking no, I, about just, <laughs> I just didn't think he was the he'd end up going last year, wasn't he? I didn't think he'd go to United. You know, I only found out about that because I was looking at the yeah, Man United top, players earlier. The top clubs don't often sell to each other, is my point. Uh, so, who else have we got? We've got Maguire, who scored for Leicester today. It was an wow. absolutely terrible Maguire goal. Maguire from Hull? <laughs> from Hull, yeah. Oh, that's so nice that these these Hull players are getting another shot yeah. at the Premier League. I mean, Maguire's a good player. He can. <laughs> Diamande will be out of the next. I'm not getting Diamande. Everyone stay calm. Um, who else we got? We, we got Everton, who have been killing it with the signings. Uh, the guys I've got earmarked to are Klaassen and Sandro Ramirez. But again, like we know those fixtures are nasty. Um, Klaassen, I think he got 14-ish goals last season for Ajax. And he'll play... He, he plays as a shadow he's striker, He's sort of like right? an attacking midfielder, yeah. yeah. But so, um, finds himself in the box He'll probably the take time. that sort of Barkley role. Because it's, it's been made known, essentially, that Barkley's... Going to Spurs? He's on the way out. 
I think you'll go to Spurs. I don't know. Um, who else we got? We got Sala and Hernandez, also known as Chicharito. Yeah. So can I Boy. just make this note Little that boy. I found on the the FPL site? <clears throat> is D- that don't type in Hernandez. Yeah, Chicharito is listed as Chicharito, which is confusing. To find him, obviously either go to West Ham or type in Chicharito. But then when you click on him, his name is his full given birth name. And I appreciate that that is extremely <laughs> confusing. And would you like to read that full name out, please? Javier Hernandez Balcazar. Oh, nice. Probably Balcazar. So he's, he's what, 7.0 for West Ham? Yeah, and he's a striker as well, which I wasn't aware of when we talked about him yeah, last week. You thought he was a midfielder? I thought he was a midfielder. I don't know why, I just did. No one mentioned just it. Just assumed. No one told me where he played, so I just assumed. But there we go. Um, another one that I think is looking good... Um, is Salah, Momo Salah, who mm-hmm. signed for Liverpool, and he is 9.0. He's uh, been playing and scoring, right? He's been playing and scoring. He's scored, he's definitely scored in the last two games. Um, what more do you need? And, you know, again, it's not much to, uh, I mean, it was against, wait, no, he scored in every pre-season game by the looks of things. Get him in, everyone. Do you think he's nailed He's up? got four goals. Mane out, Salah in. <laughs> so, again, you know, I, I'd approach this one with a little bit of apprehension. We know Mane's proven. We yeah. know Coutinho, to a certain extent, is proven. Uh, if you think he's going to stay, which it, it seems me, like he's probably going to stay. Firmino is the false nine. Firmino, yeah, he's listed as a striker this season, which is... And also Sturridge is, you know... What is Sturridge? Surely I mean, Sturridge isn't playing. No, he's been playing pretty season. He has been playing, yeah, he's scored what? a few, but... It's because he's always injured. Yeah. And has a shit attitude. It's hard to recommend a guy like that until a few weeks in, because you don't know. But basically, someone's got to give way. Hmm. And because there's too many attackers. I just don't think Mo Salah's... I think... As, Salah. I, I think Mane is the only nailed one. Yeah. And the rest will just rotate. That's... I think they'll get... Of extended time in the team, but I just don't. It's going to be that he's Salah's going to be that guy that you put in after he's just had a great game week, and then suddenly Klopp benches him. Yeah, and yeah. you're going to be fuming. I think, like you say, if Mane's nailed on, like it's going to be a risk to get a guy like Salah in until you've seen like, Assess, what the yeah. lineup is like. If he if he hits the ground running yeah. and smashes them in, then the, sure. The only time I'd suggest doing it is if you're like, I've only got 0.5. I want a Liverpool player. And you hate Coutinho. <laughs> like, so, I can you hate that guy. Are they not the same price? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're the same price. So you'd only choose him oh. over Coutinho if you... Oh, if you couldn't afford money. If you've got a personal and you vendor. Didn't like, right, and you... Coutinho. Yeah. Which is kind of me. Like, I... I I didn't trust Coutinho because I've been burned by him so many times. Whereas now I'm sitting around with Mane and Coutinho. I love it. Okay, yeah, I, I think we're we're pretty much good then. So those are all your your new new things. Those are all your new, new things. Um, really looking forward to the new season. Oh, obviously, it's this has been starting. A, it starts next week. It's yeah. starting next week, and technically this weekend we're going to have the Community Shield, Shield yeah. which is the Arsenal against Chelsea. I feel like it's, FA feel, Cup versus yeah. the, the league winner. Yeah. So we're going to have the first sort of opener. Um, of the season Arsenal-Chelsea this weekend and we're going to get a bit of an insight into potential lineups. yeah so we can look at guys like Lacazette look at the lineup for for Chelsea who's going to play that's why do we think it's going to be that's why he's going to play do we think it's going to be three three at the back against three at the back I think it is I think so it's going to be a repeat of that FA Cup final isn't it and it's going to be really interesting to see like how these teams have shaped up so 
you know, if you made it this far, thank you very much for listening. Um, we'll be back next week, and it's going to be more sort of about our team building. Yeah, planning like your last-minute changes. Your last-minute changes, a run through our teams, and looking at the first few fixtures and who you should be getting. Mm-hmm. Um, really excited for that one. Thank you for listening. In the meantime, if you have any feedback, oh yes, you can get us on email at hello at thedanalysis.com. Yeah. Or you can find us on Twitter. We are at the Danalysis. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much for listening, everyone. We will see you next week. We won't see anyone because it's a podcast. Oh, you got me. Okay, we're going to do that every single week. <laughs> One of us is going to do it every week, and it's going to be great. <laughs> is that it? Are we done?